send myself I know I had clips I wanted to send myself you know what okay I'll send myself this but I won't play it because this will definitely get me jammed up and I'm not gonna curse I'm not gonna curse I'm not going to curse y'all I'm gonna need y'all to hold me accountable because I'm not trying to curse nope nope no cursing. No cursing. Okay, let me see what else. <laughs> let me see what else. I really ain't got much outside of the tax stone thing because I, I just caught wind of it. So I'm a little late to that. I haven't been following that like I should, but. Oh, yes, I know what I want to send myself. So, yeah, um, there's a TikTok video been floating around of a confession from an ex-man in black. Yeah, let's go. We can do that, too. That looks like it might be good. Yeah, man in black. Oh, wow. Okay, so there's a lot of y'all up in here. Okay, that's what's up. Awesome. Club Fortune. Yeah. Yeah. Smoke them if you got them. Okay, I see you. Yeah, hey, hey. You're the only reason I'm, I'm here. Right? Reporting for low vibrational joints. Yeah. Seems to be the current theme going on these <laughs> as of late. <laughs> I'm not going to roast New York hip hop. I'm not. Because, you know, my man. <laughs> hey. Jeez. I mean, when keeping it real goes wrong. Right? When keeping it real goes wrong. So let me pull up. Like I said, this is not going to be a long show. If I make it past an hour, I will be shocked. If I make it past an hour, I will be dead ass shocked. Now, I have some examples of women behaving badly, which is funny. But I'm not, I'm not one of these guys to browbeat women over their heads about their behavior. They're going to do what they're going to do. Okay. Okay, here's the man in, man in black. All right. So before we get to tax stone, we're going we're gonna to look at women behaving badly. And then we're going to get to this, this supposed deathbed confession of an ex-man in black. Okay. I mean, what he says is fascinating. But take it with a grain of salt, guys. Take it with a grain of salt. Now... Let me, let me see what I can show. Let me see what I can get away with real quick. Let me see what I can get away with real quick. Because this is a hot damn mess. Now, I, I have friends that work in dentistry, and I've heard these horror stories. I've heard these horror stories. Let me see if I can pull it down a bit. 
Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I've heard these horror stories of people doing things in the dentist chair. Now, I don't need to really show y'all. Uh-oh. Well, it's got <laughs> He wanted the drama. He got, hey, God bless him. He got what the universe blessed him with what he was asking for. You know, some guys are just are just hell-bent on a path of destruction. Some people just don't want greatness in a positive way, you know. So I guess tax is one of those guys that's just born under a bad sign, you know. Yes. So you know what's going on here, right? Yeah. So this woman, now she does her thing on OnlyFans. She got caught pleasuring, self-pleasuring in the dentist chair. The, the dentist actually walks in. They kicked her out, of course. But I've, I got friends that do dentist. This is like normal. Like this is normal. Yeah. I can't play the video, but you already know what's going on. Right? This this is a normal thing. Like they walk in on people doing weird stuff in the dentist chair all the time. I didn't know it was this common. This is a common thing. Okay? <laughs> I this <laughs> this is apparently a common theme that women people do things in the dentist chair unbeknownst to them. Okay? Let me see. Preview. Give me some. How much can I show? Okay. Preview. Preview. Play. 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 Okay. Okay. So. Okay. I'm not showing anything. Okay. YouTube. I'm not showing anything. You can't really see anything. YouTube. But this woman. The dude walks in. The dude walks in. Right. <laughs> he, he walks in. She's like. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait. Wait, wait, wait. She's there to get her teeth whitened. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is crazy. You know what? I'm not I'm not going to risk it. I'm not going to risk it. So, let me, let, me, let me Oh, you know what I can do? I'm cheat code, cheat code. There we go. Cheat code. Is that as far as going to let me go? Okay. As far as going to let me go? Okay. And then, wait, wait. I can shrink it down, shrink it down, shrink it down. Shrink it down, shrink it down. Okay, okay, okay. Shrink it down, down. Shrink it. Shrink. All right. So then the guy walk. He actually walks in. Wait, wait. Where is it at? See the door open. See the hinges. The hinges on the on the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So here we go. He walks in. You can't be. Subsequently, they kicked her out for this. Subsequently, they kicked her out. It is on Twitter. It's everywhere on Twitter. It is everywhere on Twitter. Twitter is your friend, y'all. Twitter is your friend. Okay? Twitter is your friend. <sighs> Twitter is your friend. Cass. <laughs> but this is, this is a normal. This is a normal thing. This is what happened. I'm not going. I'm not going to go that far because I I can I I see I see all shades of women doing all sorts of questionable things. Ah, oh, Edmund. Ah, oh, bro, just run it, re, run it back like two minutes. 
Running back two minutes. I just started. Just running back two minutes, bro. Put it on 1.25 uh, speed, and you're good. And you're good. God damn, my Snowfall shit still uploading on the movie review channel. All right, all right. Like I said, it's going to be a short show tonight. I don't have drop Twitter link. Y'all know how Twitter works. Quit playing with me. If you're on, if you follow certain pages or if your Twitter algorithm is known for certain stuff, it will pop up. I can't do everything for y'all. I can't do everything for y'all. This is why I don't give out my Twitter account because my Twitter is a mess. And you would think I'm crazy. Okay. You would think there's something wrong with me. I will refuse to give you my, my Twitter, my Twitter handle. Uh-uh. Can't risk it. Can't really, you would not be making videos about me. Like slimy, look at what slimy like it on Twitter. Look what slime likes on Twitter. No, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. My IG is bad enough, but we're not going to, we're not going to on my Twitter. See, look guys, look what slime likes on Twitter. That's what we're not going to do. That's what we're not going to do. My Twitter is a whole mess. You understand? Whole mess. All right. Let's get to this former supposed ex-man in black member. Now, once again, this is being told. This, these are the memoirs of a former man in black who is no longer with us. He died in 1989. These are his memoirs. Yep. I mean... Some of the things he says is like, whoo, I've heard, I've heard of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So what did, didn't think that was you? Oh, listen, I'm, nope, my, uh, what, nope, I'm not going to get into that because I just had a conversation earlier about the, the, the apparent vibe that I put out to some of y'all. So apparently the vibe is, you know what, let me pull it back on me real quick. Let me real, real quick tangent, real quick rant now. For those that have been following me for years, y'all know, like, women is like maybe 10 to 15% of my content ever. Ever. What, I've been doing this thing for, what, seven, eight years now? So it's safe to say that roughly 10 to 15% of my content focuses or revolves around women like when i tell my horror my dating horror stories and sometimes when you you see people that i'm aligned with and whatever but I had a conversation and apparently what i put out to people is that um i'm some sort of man whore not sure why people would get that but if i guess if you're not, you haven't been following me for years and you hear me talk about a woman or women, I guess one could walk away with that assumption, but um, no. And then people be like, and those, so it's weird because what they'll do is they'll watch me. They've been watching me and they'll go to somebody else and say, oh, slide. The guy that's always, don't do me like that, y'all. Don't do me like that. Okay. So. I'm hardly on Twitter, only there for battle rap. Oh, you, okay, good. God bless you. Because I'm there for a myriad of reasons. <laughs> Twitter is like where I, because, you know, Tumblr was, was it. 
Like I was super heavy into Tumblr. Tumblr was the place to be. And then I believe whoever bought it out, they killed the, the, the nudes and stuff and scrubbed it, whatever. Then we came back to Twitter. Now Twitter is this super crazy lit. It's one like 24 hour party. And then Tumblr slowly trying to come back, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. Like it's, it's too much has happened. You know, it's been too many years and too much has happened. So now it's like, well, I got everything I got. I want on Twitter. So why would I go back to Tumblr? You know, I could be wrong. Anywho, I'm just a can't. Yeah. See, see, I'm a cancer. We right. Okay. Cancer bonding. Yeah. 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 And then someone said, and then someone was like, well, you, you know, you exude a certain um, characteristic. And I'm like, what characteristic do I be exuding? Because I don't come off as, you know, the bee's knees or I, at least I don't think so. But I can't help what people take away from me, whatever optics. And then it depends on what day they catch me on. So if you catch me on a, on a bad day or a good day, more than likely, that's probably your first and only impression about me. And that's what you'll take to your grave about me. I, I can't help all that. So, um, no, I, I, I hope people don't think, you know, I'm, I'm some whore, some man whore. Okay. My sister did write a book loosely based on my adventures. It called, you know what? Let me, let me do a shameless plug. This is a real thing. It's on Amazon. I shit you not. So let me do this. Shameless plug. Bless my sister. Okay. She wrote a book a couple years ago. Once again, I say loosely based. I say loosely based on my adventures. Okay. Where's that? Come on. Come on. Do this. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right this is this is real this is real <laughs> shout out to my sister this is a she wrote this book it's on amazon right now it is loosely based on my adventures okay me and this woman we go back 20 plus years. I've known her as long as I've known my wife. 22 years. So if I exude a certain characteristic, um, I'm not trying to. Um, I've I've had a very, very exciting, you know, life. I had a very, very good run. But, you know, once again, if you're on Amazon, if you want to get to understand a little bit about me. Um, my sister's book is called dating advice from a man whore. Okay. It's kind of self helpish, but then it's got, it's sex and city ish. Right. But yeah, this is loosely based on some of my adventures. All right. Okay. All right. Sometimes you got to remind people that, that you're legit. Like I'm legit. Okay. All right. Y'all, y'all get to roll. The fuck? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is my my uh, not my blood sister, but 
still she's still family to me, you know. So I did not say all that. Okay, that was another life I used to live. You know, that was a whole nother life. All right, anywho, we're not here for that. Let's get into this man in black. He says some very interesting things. Once again, take this all with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. Let's go. This man's name is Joseph Spencer. He recorded this interview in 1989. He was dying, and he actually died the following year in 1990. It's the only time he's ever talked about this on camera. It's about 14 minutes long, and I'll just show you a few clips. But he's ex-CIA, and more importantly, he claims to be ex-Men in Black. And just check out what he's saying here. This transition in my life happened in 1970. The senior black project director was William T. Latham, who had worked under CIA executive director Richard Schlesinger. Latham stated that I was the perfect candidate for my new position. I was a foster child, and I had no connections to existing relatives. I had no friends or social life. It was easy for them to erase my past and provide me with a new identity. Okay, so he gives the background on what the perfect candidate is. Basically, he had no attachments. I remember in the in the original Man in Black movie, they wanted guys or candidates that had no family, no children. No, if they went missing, nobody would miss them. So basically, this guy grew up in a foster care, um, had no siblings, nothing. So if he went missing, nobody would miss him. Nobody, nobody, nobody would come looking for him. So let's continue. I gave myself to them as a priest would to his God. But first, my mind had to be erased. I was injected with various forms of mind-altering drugs, LSD, heroin, mescaline, morphine, sodium pentothal, and more. Drug-induced hypnosis followed with anti-grade and retrograde amnesia. The goal was to program me to do two things, kill and forget. After nine months of programming, I had become a man in black. All right, so the man we see reading is that's him, given his testimony before he died. Okay, let's continue. What I later discovered was that not all the men in black were human. About a third were alien hybrids. Their distinctive feature was the absence of whites in their eyes, giving the impression of empty eye sockets. This unsettled me, and it took months to adjust to, to the reality of alien integration. My assignments largely dealt with UFO sightings and crash sites. In August of 1971, I witnessed my first UFO crash site just north of Edwards Air Force Base in California. Inside the craft were three grade humanoids, two dead, one still alive. Also in the craft was a human female abductee. The alien humanoids were transported to the base, but two witnesses had arrived before us and took several photographs. The first surrendered his camera, but the second fled. Okay, so now this is what happens when they catch people <laughs> that I've seen uh, 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 that come across a, a scene that needs to be scrubbed or cleaned. Okay. When we apprehended him, he resisted, and I was ordered to silence him, which I did. The killing of witnesses was executed with a wand that acted very much like today's taser, but the voltage from the wand would cause immediate cardiac arrest and victim's death. Okay, the wand that we see in a movie makes people forget. The wand that he has induces extreme cardiac arrest, will stop your heart. And that's what his version of the wand did. 
cardiac arrest. Take it with a grain of salt. This is still fascinating. Let's go. We attribute it to natural causes. We silence countless victims, not only men, but women of all ages and even teenagers. The following day, after each kill, our memories were reset so we would have no recollection of the murders. Now, notice the neural implants in the back of this person's head. Look at the, the numerous various implants in the back of this person's head and neck, right? This is eerily similar to the Neuralink, um, what, what Elon Musk is working on. Or no, who is that? Who, who's Neuralink? Yeah, that's Elon Musk, right? Very, very similar. But okay, let's go. A good majority of the victims were ufologists and whistleblowers. Among the ufologists I personally silenced were... Okay, now he gives a confession of the researchers he's taken out. Fascinating, but let's go. Paul William Cooper, Milton Vigay, Claude Monroe, Anthony Vargas, and noted documentarian Samantha Willis. Now these are all well-known UFO ufologists. Okay, well-known throughout the community. Everybody knows who these people are. He claims he took them out. When my wand malfunctioned with Samantha, I resorted to strangulation. She fought for her life for almost two minutes. In recalling this act, I stared into her pleading eyes for the entire duration with absolutely no remorse, guilt, or feelings. That was how effective the mind conditioning was. And it's her face that haunts my dreams more than anyone's to this day. So they stuffed out a documentarian. Yep. Well, that's not good to hear. Yeah. All right, we're, we're, we're going to move on. 1954, Dwight Eisenhower was signed what's known as the Granada Treaty with the Alien Gray Race. In exchange for shared alien technologies, the Grays were allowed to abduct a number of humans annually for medical examination. Okay, now remember, we, I did the breakdown of American Horror Story. Um, the last, I think, what season was it? It was a, the season prior to this last one when Eisenhower signed a treaty with the aliens and they needed uh, a place to do their experiments. So Eisenhower allocated uh, all of those acres uh, in Nevada, Area 51, and the agreement was you let us uh, abduct so many of your people so we can do th these experiments now, in the series, it was to help save their race. Well, also in the series, uh, the aliens were like, you humans are terrible. We got to get rid of you because y'all are just bad. So they flipped it on, on, the, uh, on the humans. Um, so Eisenhower knew. Uh, Nixon knew. Uh, Truman. Truman knew. Right? Um, yeah, the American Horror Story. Um, that, that season with the aliens. With, that's very, very good. Very good. Okay, let's continue. The Greys also demanded anonymity from the public. A short time later, human technology took a giant leap forward with circuit chips, fiber optics, and lasers. The Granada Treaty is still active today, but the number of human abductions has increased despite objections from the world governments. Now, the really interesting part. Every year, at least 8 million children go missing in the world. I can attest that one-third of them are abducted by government operatives and transported to any one of the 1,477 underground military installations on the planet okay so this is explains the missing children 
This explains the use of the dumbs, the, the deep underground military bases. Okay, once again, take this all with a grain of salt, but it pretty much confirms everything we've learned over the last 50, 60 years. Then imprisoned for the remainder of their lives. The children are subjected to biological and genetic experiments, dissections and mutilations performed not by human scientists, but an alien gray species. During my stay at the Vanguard underground base north of Phoenix, Arizona, I witnessed many of these procedures. Because there's no form of anesthesia administered to the young patients, the halls reverberated with the screams of tortured children from morning to night. The ones that perished were incinerated in the installation's crematoriums. Now, remember there's a scene in, in the American Horror Stories series where uh, Eisenhower's wife wakes up because she can hear people screaming and she goes downstairs into the into the, the the lab. This is before they moved it to Area 51 and she's like, what are you guys doing down here? Why are these people screaming? Once again, excellent, excellent series. I mean, they told way too much. And then also um, why they killed Marilyn Monroe because whoever was, uh, John F. Kennedy was pillow talking to her about all this shit that they shown him and they had to get rid of her and him, but let's continue. My point of contact at this base was Lieutenant Colonel Charles T. Leninger. And he was a human alien hybrid. And get ready for this. In 1994, the World Population Summit in Cairo, Egypt, had 160 nations participate, where they all agreed that the human population was out of control and must be stopped because the world is running out of resources. An agreement was formed that would mandate the reduction of humans from 6 billion to 800 million by the year 2030. This meant finding a method or methods to wipe out nearly 95% of the population. Solutions were discovered, investigated, tested, then created, and have been in full force since. The procedures have been inflicted onto the human race are as follows. One. Toxic levels of chemically enhanced fluoride have been secretly added to our drinking water over the last 20 years in every city and community on the planet. I personally oversaw the delivery of fluoride barrels to Denver, Chicago, Tampa, and Minneapolis water departments. The adverse effects of fluoride poisoning to the human body are numerous and debilitating. The effects to children is damage to their neurological development among other serious ailments. Two, man-made viruses and diseases. Uh, okay, and now we're getting into it. The AIDS virus, which was a designer byproduct of the American Disease Institute, was distributed through vaccines to the public in 1980. Instituted as a preliminary population control tactic, the results were successful and led to more lab-produced viruses that have since been unleashed onto the public. Among those is the development of a mutated version of the common flu. Damn. Now, once again, this was recorded in 88 because this man died in 89. Okay. To replicate the 1918 influenza pandemic that killed 40 million people. The first strain of this new flu virus will be released to the public in late 2017. So if we see a flu outbreak in the late 2017 or early 2018 that's killing people, we'll know this is true. <sighs> Shit. 
once again, this man died in 1989. Oh, no. This man died in 1989. Ugh. 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 All right. Three, killing us from the air with neurotoxins, barium chloride, cancer microbes, and viruses by way of chemtrails. Released into the skies daily over all inhabited regions by military aircrafts. Okay, wait, Cass, hold up, y'all. Hold up, stop the show. Cass, you're born in 89, sis. I, you had, like, less than a year to be an 80 baby. Like, wait, 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 wait. Cass, you were born in 1989. You basically had less than a year to be an 80s baby. I don't even think you qualify as an 80s baby. You don't qualify as an 80s baby. I'm sorry. Hey, she said, I'm born in 89, y'all. I'm an 80s baby. What? <laughs> you born in 89. You had like six months left. <laughs> the effects of these toxins are severe and over time, lethal, causing respiratory ailments, <laughs> cancer, damage to the immune systems, and sterilization in men. Since the chemtrail plan was implemented, sperm count in men has dropped nearly 50%. Eesh. This isn't reversed soon. The human race will face early extinction. Okay, now, they are reporting men over the last few decades have been producing lower sperm, sperm counts and, and testosterone rates have been decreasing per generation. So I'm just saying, man, listen, hold up. Listen, don't talk about us 80. Come on. Y'all had less than a year. Okay. Y'all be like, you're an eighties baby, but some legislation, some, some backdoor legislation, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you've been an 80s baby f for that long <laughs> it's, that's what's up though I'm just playing I'm just playing someone asked for an excerpt from the book uh okay you know what I, I can do that let me let me see is it let me see it okay 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me find something. I mean, I have the actual book in my phone. I don't think it's in my laptop, though. Uh, let me see. Okay, this was a this is basically a pitch that we that we created. Um, okay, okay. Amazon reviews. Amazon reviews. Wait, 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 wait. Amazon reviews. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh da, 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 da. Okay, I have I have the log line. How about we just Okay, here's the log line. They advice from a man who are logline. The film will tell the story of one woman's journey of self-doubt, dating drama, and everyday struggles after an abysmal breakup results in an unrelenting blow to her self-esteem. Her philandering yet wise best friend 
<laughs> that would be me. <laughs> Acts as her unconventional life coach to help her rediscover her worth and gain the confidence to live authentically. Unlike a typical romantic comedy, dating advice from a man who will deal with hot button issues of depression and self-worth and include actual scientific and psychological insights into how people operate and why we do what we do. Classes in session, Andy Manhor is the teacher in this narration style romantic comedy with real insight, a touch of drama, and an unexpected ending. So basically, it's in the hands of a couple producers right now. This has been like a labor of love for for, for her more than anything. Um, so we had to submit, oh my God. So we had to submit, uh, so this is everything we sent to the, sent to the studio. I think I, could, I should be able to show this. Okay, this is everything we sent to the studio. So a couple studios have it. So this is everything we sent. Um, this and this. And then we had to submit a potential cast. That's the potential cast that we want. Or that a couple of their agents already have the book. There's the main characters, secondary characters. Um, da, 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 that's the vein and style of the end. Um, locations, um, movies they can reference as if, you know, and so Amazon, blah, blah, blah. There she is. That's my sis. Right. And then there's moi. And yeah. So. Ta-da. <laughs> but no, I, you know what? One of these days I'll actually pull the book from my phone and it will like go over a couple excerpts. Cause you know. Cause people think I'd be capping when I come on here and whatever the case may be. So yeah. Oh, where my comments go. There we go. Okay. 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 Dr. Detroit. Oh my gosh. Yo, that was like, what was that? Like 84, 1984, Danny Aykroyd. Cheesy beats. Cheesy peach. That was, that was, I never understood that movie. I never understood that movie. Okay. Let's get into, um, the tax stone thing, 89 is still the 80s. <laughs> barely. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's barely, but you know, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Okay. It, it ain't, it ain't, a, it ain't a, it ain't a done deal yet. Don't worry. When the time comes for me to act a fool, I will act a fool. So right now it's, you know, still fingers crossed and all that good stuff. So, yeah. But th that has been a true labor of love. Like, so, like, I don't think people realize how hard it is to pitch a movie. And then once you pitch it, then it's got to get picked up. And then you got to have screenwriters attached to it. It's a process. It is a process. All right. Podcaster Taxstone. He's done. He's a stake. He's done done. Right. He's done, done. And I don't mean, I don't mean mob deep. He's done, done. Okay. Let's see if you're going to give me the story. You're going to give me the story. Guilty verdict tonight for the former rapper and hip hop podcaster convicted in connection with a shooting at a concert in Manhattan. Jurors found Daryl Campbell guilty of shooting and killing a bodyguard before a concert at Irving Plaza in May of 2016. Three other people were injured. 
Campbell, known as Taxstone, will be sentenced next month. Prosecutors say the shooting stemmed from a longtime feud he had with a rapper. And that would be Troy Ave. Troy Ave. Troy Ave. Troy Ave is doing the shmoney dance right now. I know he is. Troy Ave is doing the shmoney dance. Troy Ave is doing a shmoney dance right now. They gave him a year suspended sentence, or they gave him a year. Uh, they sentenced him a year in jail for his part in the melee. Because mind you, actually, he actually picked up a gun and fired at somebody. Even though it's in self-defense, they still gave him a year. And in exchange for his testimony against Taxstone, you know. These school shootings do we? I don't know. I didn't know that. I don't care about all this. Uh, let's see. So manslaughter in New York will get you how much time? Let's see how much time you he's looking at. Uh, man, no, no, manslaughter, manslaughter in New York. So now that's what we need to figure out: is a manslaughter in the first or second degree? Okay, tax stone conviction. So he got hit with manslaughter, assault, and criminal possession of a weapon for injuring multiple people. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, okay. So convicted him. Okay. So not only, so it doesn't say which degree, but he got, oh, first degree. Okay, never mind. So he got hit with. Manslaughter in the first degree, assault in the first degree, one count of assault in the second degree, and two counts of criminal possession of a weapon. He's done. Let's see what let's see what we get in the first degree. Uh, if your actions, we must we must determine or make the determination what is manslaughter. If your actions result in the death of another person, even that even if that was not your intention, that's why if you're going to take somebody out, don't tell anybody about it pre beforehand because that it, that means intent that means premeditation that means first degree okay um even if that was not your intention you could still be charged with a serious criminal offense the crime of manslaughter is distinguishable from murder and that manslaughter is defined as causing someone's death without the intent to do so while murder requires intent okay uh manslaughter case Cases involve recklessness, negligence, or heat of passion. Okay. Under New York Penal Law uh, 125.20, you can be prosecuted for manslaughter in the first degree if, if with intent to cause serious physical injury to another person, you do in fact cause the death of a person or that person. With intent to cause the death of another person, you cause the death of such person or a third party while acting under the influence of extreme emotional disturbance. This is your uh, heat of passion, right? You walk in, catch your wife getting banged out by some guy, a friend, the mailman, the milkman. Yeah. Okay. You perform. Oh, you perform an emotion on a woman who was more than 24 weeks pregnant. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. You engage in an activity that puts a child who is less than 11 years old at a substantial risk. Or Okay. 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 So let's see what the, uh, the sentence is. Okay. Here we go. Because manslaughter in the first degree is a class B felony. Class B. 
If you are convicted, you could be sentenced, sentenced up to 25 years in state prison and be ordered to pay a substantial fine. Um, several factors include uh, with your sentencing prior criminal record. Okay, so he... He, don't, he, he won't get life. He won't get life because, mind you, the, the other charges are assault. So he won't get life. So let's see. He got hit with assault and possession of a, of a firearm. Those are usually like three to five years. Then we got two counts of that. Two counts of, a, of weapon toting. Let me see. What did, he, what did he get him with? So two counts of criminal possession of a weapon. So that's they can mitigate that. And, and do uh, a consecutive, so he could he could do five. They can act. They can give him five for two for two counts, and then the one count of assault in second degree. I don't know. That could be eighteen months. Eight. I'm looking at the. He'll probably get twenty years. I'm looking at twenty years for everything. I'm looking at twenty years for a manslaughter in the first degree with with two counts of assault in the first degree, one count of assault in second degree, and two counts of criminal possession of a weapon. I could see twenty. 20 to 25 years for everything and not get life. Okay. Not get life. Cause if you commit a, a crime, basically when it comes to someone losing their life, all you care about is not getting life. 13 to 15. Um, I'm going to say he, they're going to get him more because there were other people involved. Somebody died. And not only that, but you endangered a whole lot, a lot of other people. So I'm thinking 20 to 25 for everything. And I mean everything. He ain't doing more than 20. Okay, I'm taking wagers. Once again, okay, let me run down the charges for you one more time. Okay, respectfully, this is New York City. Okay, this is New York City. He got hit with manslaughter in the first degree. That can get you 25 years right there up to, okay, up to 25 years, just, just that off alone. So he got hit with manslaughter in the first degree, two counts of assault in the first degree, one count of assault in the second degree, and two counts of criminal possession of a, a weapon in the second degree. So that's one, two, three, four, five. That's six counts. That's six counts. He's doing 20 to 25 years. That's six, that's six counts in New York city. You're going to do 20, at least 20 to 25 years, six counts, six, six. Once again, that only got canceled out during a pretrial. Do you not, did you just not listen? Okay, here we go. Y'all let me run it down for all the slow people that, that came in today. Guilty of manslaughter in the first degree. Two counts of assault in the first degree, one count of assault in the second degree, and two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree. How many counts do you count that he was convicted of? How many counts do you count he was convicted of? They dropped charges in pretrial. They dropped charges in pretrial. These are convictions. These are convictions. He went to a jury. He took it to the box. What are you talking about? Come on, man. Don't, don't do this. <laughs> don't do this shit with me right now. Don't do this with me right now. 
This nigga's gonna they about to hit him with at least twenty to twenty five years for all these counts. Come on, stop playing, man. The fuck? <sighs> okay. My bad, y'all. I just yo, I'm just I'm showing you I'm showing you their penal code. What are you trying to debate? What you can debate me for? The fuck? Like, don't do that. All right. Okay. That's all I had, y'all. That's all I really had. I told you it's going to be a short show. What, it's 44 minutes in. The feds picked up the case, too. So he's going to have to do fair time after he does his stay time. He'll have to do fair time after stay time. And that depends on what charges they they. They book him on. So I didn't even know the feds picked up the case. I didn't know. He pled guilty to the gun charges with the feds. See, that's off the top, you know, feds. Five to ten years for the gun as a as a felon with a gun. You know? Yeah, I, listen. Once once Troy Av gets up there and speaks his piece and the body, the dead bodyguards family speaks their piece, come on, man, it's easily 20 years. Easily 20 years. <laughs> even he knows. <laughs> even even Tax knows he ain't coming home no time soon. But the, 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 the biggest thing, the biggest win is he didn't get hit with the life. That's a win. I know it sounds crazy, sketch, sketchy, but in the criminal world, as long as you don't get hit with that life, you're going home. You, gotta, you, you go home. You got a date. You know what I'm saying? You got a date. I know it sounds crazy, but that's how they... Yeah. Alright. I think that's yeah, that's all I got for y'all. I don't care about the TikTok ban. Eh. Uh, let me see. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. Okay. Um, is there anything that you guys wanna wanna discuss real quick? If not, I'm gonna get up out of here. Still waiting on Trump to be arrested and or indicted. You just, you're waiting for that to happen. Oh, wait, was there something else? Uh, let me see. No, no. Let me look up something real quick. Let me see. DA Bragg. There was another case he was working on. Yeah, I don't see anything happening to Trump. This is silly at this point. Yeah, this is silly. Oh, he was a black dude? Oh, I didn't even know that. So, District Attorney Alvin Bragg. I didn't know he was a black dude. Oh, you nigga. Nah, sit down, bro. This ain't gonna happen. This whole Trump thing is, is, is a nothing burger. This Nothing's moving. I just don't see it. I don't see it. So this is all because he paid off Stormy Daniels. Right. He paid Stormy Daniels hush money. Where's Nick at? Nick, if you're still here. Hey, Nick, tell me again. Who who was it that uh that Clinton paid off? Shout out to Nick Taylor. Who did who did Clinton pay off? Bill Clinton paid off. Pays. Paid off. What was her name? 
She was a good looking woman too. What was her name, Nick? It wasn't Lewinsky. It wasn't Lewinsky. It was another woman. I mean, she was a super hot brunette. Nick had posted it on his uh, on his channel. It wasn't it wasn't Lewinsky. Lewinsky Lewinsky got a job out of out of the uh, the whole deal. This woman was given like straight up money to go away. Paula Jones, hell yeah, the the weird look. She had the the funky nose, but I'm sure she was. She had the real funky looking nose. Paula Jones. Remember this, all my old heads. Uh, let's see, how much did he pay her? Okay, how is the, how is it? How are they different? So Bill Clinton's settlement with Paula Jones differs from Dormy, uh, Donald Trump's Stormy Daniels payment. So let's see. They say it's markedly, markedly different. Um, okay, Clinton personally paid Jones to settle a public lawsuit after an election. Trump secretly funneled money through his lawyer to pay Daniels before the twenty before the twenty sixteen election. Oh. His lawyer pled guilty to crimes tied to his role in arranging the payments. Legal experts said Manhattan District Attorney might argue that Trump falsified business records or violated campaign finance law in the process. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so man, he paid her eight fifty. Bill Clinton paid Paula Jones $850,000 in a civil settlement and nothing happened to him. Wow. And this woman has, is still breathing. It is That's what kills me. She's still breathing. So let's look up what she looked like. If this is the one I remember with the funky nose, right? Images, images. Yeah, she had the crazy hook nose, but she just looked like she would do anything in bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She, she's got that waspy look, right? Because he used his own money. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got that waspy look, respectfully, right? Okay, I, I take that back. I don't say she was good looking or hot. I'm sorry, I got to confuse with somebody. My bad. She had she got that hook nose thing. I don't know who the fuck I was thinking. My bad. This yeah yeah this this is not a good looking woman, but she, obviously she did something he liked. Okay, <laughs> straight head goblin. She did something he liked. I'm just saying. Listen, I'm not here to judge anybody's choices and whatever, but. Obviously, she did something he liked. Okay, now she got her nose done. She looks better now. She got that the couple of other ridges shaved down. But obviously, he did something she liked. I mean, he, she did he whatever he liked. Y'all, okay, listen. I, I don't know why we. Okay, so we got Paula Jones, Monica Lewinsky. And I believe this is Ivanka Trump or Stormy. No, Stormy Daniels. Okay. S sometimes it ain't the hottest chick. Okay. I, I yeah. If, uh, yeah. If she's over six. Listen, if she 5'10", I'm going. Okay. And let's not eat. Don't do me like that, Mojo. If she 5'10", I'm going. Don't let her have some big calf muscles and, and some little quad muscles. Don't let me see a V 
in her thigh. That, that, that lets me know she does squats. Yo, if you 5'10", you got calf muscles. <laughs> and I can see the V in, in, in the separation and the V separation in your, in your quads. <laughs> I might be on your back. <laughs> you know how the squirrel just jump on your back? <laughs> you just walking, la, 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 and pass the tree. And the squirrel just like, hop on your back. That That's me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, don't sleep on the, the fugly chick. Fugly chicks throw down in bed. I don't know why y'all, we, we do this. I remember people used to clown Monica. Oh, she's fat. She's this and that. It be them fugly chicks that be doing it. Say what you want. Y'all better stop playing with, with this these eights, nines, and tens. It be these fugly chicks that throw down in bed. Sarah Palin too. What you talking about? You can't you can't place your beauty standards on everybody because everybody beauty is still subjective for the most part, right? Say what you want, but this waspy looking chick did things he liked. Okay, let me know. Let me just let's look up Monica Lewinsky because I remember they oh they used to drag her, and I'm like she did something he liked. Right? She did something he liked. What are we talking about? Ah, God damn it! There it is. Ah, damn it. Yo. 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 If I hiss at you, if you meet me in real life, and I just hiss at you, you either wearing leopard print or, or I see a butterfly. Just don't take it personal. That's my personal trigger. That's how I deal with it. It's not against you. I got some issues I'm working through, okay? Just, you know, just bear with me. Listen, man, y'all better stop playing. I don't know why motherfuckers act like, ooh, Monica, man, please. That little fugly chick, I know she throw down in bed. This is the woman that kept the dress that had semen on it. What are we, what are we talking about? Remember when she <laughs> Remember when she auctioned off the actual dress? Okay? She she auctioned off the actual dress with the semen stains on it. Come on, man. Okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. A lot of guys are just man, tell that truth. No one talks about that stuff. You know, she say, yeah, she saved it. Who does that? But I get why she did it. Okay, so let's look up Sarah Palin. And I, I don't know why I thought Sarah Palin looked decent. And she liked guns too. Really? So, like, so, so no one, nobody's going to touch this woman? Wait, wait, wait. With guns. Bruh. Poor discipline. Poor trigger discipline, but still, nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah, you're... Yeah. What are we, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? 
Yeah, I could see, I could see people going for this. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know why people act like Sarah Palin is ugly. Like, no, where? How old is she? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not an ugly woman. You don't think she, does she not look like she throw down in bed? Like, does she not look like she would give you a good time? You mean to tell me you wouldn't have fun with this? You wouldn't have fun with Sarah Palin? Does she not look like a fun gal? Does she not look like a fun gal? Well, y'all better stop this. Y'all better stop this. Man, pew, pew. We can go pew, pew together. That's beautiful. What? Maybe let's go. Let's go hog hunting. Let's go razorback hunting. What? Can you imagine a first date with Sarah Palin? Y'all go hunting razorbacks together. What? Man, what? Listen, first date, we going razorback hunting. What's your ring finger size, ma'am? I'm sold. I don't need to see anything else. If a woman takes you razorback hunting, immediately get her rings, her, her ring finger size. There's nothing else to see. We don't need to talk about anything else. No, 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 no. Hurt, you're perfect. Are you free six months from now? Are you free six months from now? Okay. All right. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, ha- it can happen. It can happen. It can happen. It can happen. All right, let me get up out of here. Y'all a mess. Y'all not going to drag me to hell with this nonsense. But this is the DA that's in charge of indicting Trump for misuse of campaign funds to pay off Stormy Daniels. Once, If this were going to happen, I think it would have already happened. But let's see what Stormy Daniels looked like. Because I know some people be like, What's okay, okay, let's do this. Stormy. Oh, wait. I got to be careful because she is a former porn star and I got to be careful looking through her pictures. <sighs> She's five, seven. Okay. That's a good height. That's a good height. That's a good start. Um, let's see. Can we do Getty? Don't, don't hit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Stop playing. Yeah. Let's stop playing. Okay. Let's, <laughs> Let's stop playing. <laughs> Let's. What are we doing? Let's stop playing. <laughs> Let's stop playing. <laughs> Y'all say he look like he look like voice walkings. Yeah, this is Stormy Daniels. This is the woman that that's got everybody in an uproar. I, I could see why. Oof! About the NAACP wanting the blacks to to stay to not travel. I. Okay, let's let's take a look. Let's go take a look. Yeah, yeah, this woman's a go. From for most for most guys, she's a go. Like no one's gonna the average guy I don't think would pass her up per se. Okay, let's continue. So let's see what the NAACP had to say about Blacks in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that what it what it was? Blacks in blacks. Come on, S in Miami. Okay. So the Florida NAACP seeks travel advisory amid concerns over anti-black legislation. Uh, the Florida chapter of the NAACP has voted unanimously to ask the group's national board to issue a travel advisory telling black Americans not to enter the state, citing concerns over what they call anti-black. This is stupid. So what about the blacks that are already there? So what about the blacks that are already there that live in Florida? You know how I many black folk live in Florida? Like, this is dealing with the school. Okay, wait, you know what, Farron? I need you to retype that all together. Uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. The okay, NAACP won the black folks to stay or not travel to Florida dealing with the schools. Um... Okay, here's what I are you talking about the critical race theory part? So here's what I'm what it says. Okay, cited feuds between DeSantis and College Board over a new advanced placement course focused on African American studies as a cause for concern. He said the advisory will send a message to voters about what's happening in Florida and aims to prevent DeSantis from becoming president. Uh, let's see other bills circulating in the Florida legislature have drawn criticism from teachers and advocates who say they're trying to erase black hit. Okay. Y'all can't have it both ways now. Shit. Now this is this. I'm already checked out. Listen, yeah, just six months ago, y'all was praising DeSantis black people. Just six months ago, y'all was praising DeSantis. Y'all was like DeSantis is the next coming. Like he understands it. He gets it. And then he guts and takes away Disney's powers. Now he wants to change some things in the school. You can't have it both ways, y'all. Pick and choose a struggle. Pick and choose a struggle. Pick and choose a struggle. Okay. Let's do this. Uh, Florida. Shit. Black. History. God damn it, history, not mystery. Um, course ban. Okay, so here's what got everybody up, up in, and up in arms. This is back in January. Okay. Florida high schoolers will no longer be able to take an advanced placement course to study black history after the state's departments on education banned the course for lacking educational value and historical accuracy and allegedly violating Florida law. The Department of Education issued a letter to the college board and the organization that develops AP courses about its decision to ban the pilot AP African-American studies course from high schools. According to documents obtained, the content of this course is inexplicably contrary to Florida law and significantly lacks educational value. Uh, in the future, should the college board be willing to come back to the table with lawful 
historically accurate content, um, FDO will always be willing to open the discussion. So now who, who do you believe? Do you believe the Department of Education wants a better, more accurate African-American history studies? Because I'll tell you what, I didn't learn shit um, in high school from African-American studies. I had a white, I had a European teacher. And everything I knew is pretty much from my dad. Yeah. What did he offer to change the, yeah, okay, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, this. So now this is February. So the real reason Florida wants to ban AP African-American studies according to an architect of the course. Okay, this is interesting. Let's continue. Um, Florida is threatening to ban the new AP African-American studies class over topics that are optional and aren't even part of the curriculum. Okay. The course is being piloted at 60 schools nationwide. The move comes out the Florida Department of Education informed. Okay. Those narratives. Oh, here we go. So among the course materials it objected to are references to black lives matter and reparations. Ooh. Ooh. Those narratives that they were singling out aren't in the curriculum itself. What they see is buzzwords. Now, Evelyn Brooks Higginbottom, professor of history and African-American studies at Harvard, tells time in an exclusive interview. According to the official framework, students are not required to know about these topics for the AP exam, but they are listed as examples of possible research topics students may want to pursue. These topics were also optional in previous versions of the framework seen by time last summer. However, one notable difference is that they is that previously required course content on intersectionality, mm, studying discrimination through overlapping racial and gender identities was moved to the optional essays topic section. Um, okay, Santis. Uh, okay, he's a former history teacher and college ma- history major. He said, "We want education, not indoctrination," arguing that. The class is pushing an agenda on our kids. Uh-oh. Okay. So we go to Twitter. Despite the lies from the Biden White House, Florida rejected an AP course filled with critical race theory and other obvious violations of Florida law. We proudly require the teaching of African-American history. We do not accept woke indoctrination masquerading as education. So what did they say? Let's see here. Topic 4.15, intersectionality and activism. So intersectionality is foundational to CRT and ranks people based on their race, wealth, gender, and sexual orientation. Included reading would be Kimberly Crenshaw's known as the founder of intersectionality, co-editor of critical race theory, the key writings, and that formed the movement. Oh God, Angela Davis. Ugh. Uh, you know I'm turned off right now. Self-avowed communist and Marxist. You're... Wait, wait, wait. So Florida did y'all solid and you're mad. Let's continue. Black Q studies. Black 
IQ studies. Ro oh, shit. Here we go. This is better. Rod Roderick Ferguson, who, excla who exclaims, we have to encourage and develop practices whereby Q-ness isn't a surrender to the status quo of race, class, gender, and sexuality. It means building forms of Q-ness that reject the Are you serious, right? This is what y'all mad at? Flo You're mad at Florida for knocking this off the table? Wow. They did y'all solid. They did you a solid. Let's continue. Movements for Black Lives. Movement for Black Lives is an organization with stated objectives that include eliminating prisons and jails, ending pretrial detention, and concluding the war on black on black TQ and gender nonconforming and intersex people. It included reading uh, Leslie K. Jones, who wrote Every Day Black People Produce an Unquantifiable Amount of Content for the Same Social Media Corporations that Reproduce the White supremacist superstructures that oppress us let's continue black feminist literary thoughts included reading bell hooks author of many intersectionality texts and in the recommended reading states i begin i began to use the phrase in my work white supremacist capitalist patriarchy because i wanted to have some language that would actually remind us continuously of the interlocking systems of domination that define our reality wow so this is what <sighs> okay let's continue the reparations movement all points and resources in this study advocate for reparations there is no critical perspective or balancing opinion in this lesson sis it's 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 nauseating with us at this point like it is so infuriating as as a let's continue let's continue Black study and black struggle in the 21st century included reading Robin DG Kelly argues that activism rather than the university system is the catalyst for social transformation. Kelly's first book was a study of black of black communists in Alabama. Kelly warns that simply establishing safe spaces and renaming campus buildings does not does nothing to overthrow capitalism. But you want me to, you want them to read a book on black communists in Alabama? What? This is what they're. Now, when I say the collective IQ of a certain race of people is l extremely low, I get called names. Yeah, who wants to be reminded of this? Like, seriously. Got your, got your ass. All right. Yo, oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wokeism one-on-one. So, okay. And then it, and then it turned into something about the divine nine like okay so let me let's look into that because i hate to say it, but black people are slow uh man's uh divine nine let me see what they talking about
ads. Okay, play your ads, play your ads. Yo, people don't even, all they see is a title and they just go off their feelings. They, they, they let the titles trigger them and they just go off. Like. Black Greek letter organizations in Florida colleges are worried they will be banned from the state's campuses. They're pointing to a specific bill that's making moves now in the Florida House. Students say House Bill 999 would eliminate African-American fraternities and sororities. Tonight on your side, Tristan Hardy has been looking very carefully into this. Very carefully indeed. Now, posts have been making rounds on social media claiming House Bill 999 will remove black Greek lettered organizations from Florida's college campuses. But the bill doesn't necessarily say that. So House Bill 999 okay. was authored by Republican Representative Alex Andrade of Pensacola. In the original writing of the bill, there were concerns about this line. Florida colleges wouldn't be able to use funds that, quote, promote, support, or maintain any programs or campus activities that support diversity, equity, and inclusion. During a legislative committee meeting, Representative Andre. So as long as you don't, as long as your, your fraternity or sorority does not promote um, diversity, equity, inclusion, critical race theory, and violation of this subsection. Okay, you know what, let's continue. Let's let them campus talk. activities that support diversity, equity, and inclusion. During a legislative committee meeting, Representative Andrade said the bill would not impact black fraternities or sororities. How does this impact the divine nine, black sororities and fraternities, and their ability to host social justice events, voters registration events, social justice to the each other's peers? Representative Henson, it does not. It does not affect them at all. The writing of the bill has since been updated March 15th. Now it reads, quote, students' fees to support student-led organizations are permitted, notwithstanding any speech or expressive activity by such organizations that would otherwise violate this subsection. I would never do anything to harm or infringe or, okay. or do away with the opportunity for students coming up behind me. Representative Andrade talked to me on the phone Monday. He says student-led organizations are not affected. That regardless of what that student-led organization espouses, believes in, promotes, the restrictions in the bill regarding DEI administrators do not apply to them. Now, Representative Andrade says, uh, please excuse me, he says that uh, getting rid of black fraternities and sororities is far from the truth. And we're working on getting a legal expert to read the bill so we can independently confirm for ourselves. Man, oh my God. And this is all, I, I, listen, I didn't, I didn't even care to get into this. Like when I seen it last week, all I saw was everybody from frats and sororities talking about they, the floor is trying to kick them off the campus. And all. I was like, really? Like I, it sounded so far-fetched, and I'm like, this, it, it can't, man, come on, man. So here, here's what you, you can't use the money to promote social stuff that the university doesn't align with. So it's like misusing campaign funds. So you can't use campaign funds to pay for strippers. There. As long as you don't violate this subsection here. Come on, man. What are we doing? Oh, my God. Oh, okay. I, I got a migraine. I got a migraine, like legit. I legit have a migraine. I, I, I legit have a migraine because sometimes dealing with your own people. <sighs> the fuck? You know, like, 
Okay. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, 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 right. I, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Y'all get out of here. Go to bed. Not go to bed. We'll do this again tomorrow. I, I have to decompress from, you know, collective black logic. And, and I'm not trying to understand anything I just read tonight. So, uh, yes, blue ivy face for everybody. I Blue ivy face. You know what? Now, now we're we going to do one better. We're not going to do blue ivy. This is how I feel right now. This is when I just read, what I just read what I just read. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is your fault, ma'am. You brought this to me. <laughs> you the cause of my migraine. I'm going to need you to relieve my migraine. <laughs> I need you to give me a, a Vicodin or, 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 uh, well, let me see. What, what's the good shit? I'm going to need a, a supply me with a Vicodin or Narco or something. Ma'am, my, my shit is throbbing. I was like, right, it's throb, 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 throb. I'm so serious. I'm dead ass. My shit is throbbing. Like, every time your heart beats, it just, with every heartbeat. So, yeah, oxycodone. Give me hydro. I'll take hydrocodone. You, give me the watered down version. Give me the hydrocodone. Okay? So, have a good night. Peace. <laughs>